0: So you're gonna analyze to see what did you do and what did you get? Where did you go? Did you stay at home the most time? Did you go to a place? Did you go to a different country, a different state? What experiences did you have? So not only are we gonna act, look at our day-to-day actions and what we did constantly every day, but the next question is, where did you go? Like, did you change environment? Did you change space? Did you stay in the same space? Did you go somewhere? Where did you go? So now that you've kind of thought about it, sit down and write two things from 2020. The typical routine that brought me peace and joy and the typical routine that robbed my peace and joy. So you're gonna write two things. The routine that gave me, that enhanced my vitality and brought about peace and joy and the routines that robbed my peace and robbed the joy. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I wanna welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships and an in spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. So you're gonna write down what what you did, what was going on with you while you experienced these two spectrums, the cold and the hot, right? What warmed your heart and what made it more cold? Okay? That's gonna be very important. And then something about environments. Did you move anywhere this year? And when you did move to these places, how did these places affect your aura? How did these places affect your energy? How did these places enhance your life or literally drained you so think about the places you hang hung around this year not just the physical places the digital spaces like the rooms you entered or the videos you watch or the people you talked to the conversations you've had online how did these rooms affect your mental health how did these rooms affect your holistic wellness so i know i keep asking a lot of questions that's what reflecting is reflecting is asking questions so I'm gonna ask you these questions because they're painting pictures so you could review, you could view again what happened. But now I'm asking you another thing is I'm asking you the result. I'm asking you the, the feeling, the, the vitality, because now not only am I allowing you to see it again, I'm allowing you to see it again but from a different perspective. Okay, now let's make this next portion of your journal. How did you think this year? Now you might wonder like, well, what, how did I think? What were your thoughts consistently? So this next section is gonna be thoughts. In 2020, I had this consistent thought every single day. In 2020, this is what I thought about the most. In 2020, this, these were the top major concerns in my mind. In 2020, these were the people that took up the mental real estate. Right. So how did you think in 2020? So literally your thoughts. Next thing is. What, how, what did you set your mind to this year? What were your mindset like? So this is going to be a little bit hard because it's hard to see your mindset unless you've done the work to be able to know. And it's hard to see your own mindset. So you might say, OK, how do I figure out how did I set my mind? OK, how did you grow this year? Mindset has to do with growth. How did you grow this year? Like, what books did you read? What courses did you take? Who did you follow? What did you watch online that empowered you? What classes did you go to? So how did you grow this year, right? So I have a list of books that I read this whole year. I'm probably going to put out a list of the books I read this year, right? You can look at that. How did I grow this year? Are you able to put your feelings into words? now or did you figure out some some things of some breathing techniques to deal with anxiety this year did you change your eating habit or ritual did you affect did you level up your credit did you start a business what like how did you grow how did you invest in yourself did you buy like a course so you can learn how to get into the podcast world and what did you do to grow this year right so The next portion is going to be how I grew this year. What makes me proud of me this year? Right. I'm proud of myself for I congratulate myself for I like what. How did you grow this week has a lot to do with not only smelling the BS, but it's smelling the roses. That's what how did you grow this year? So what did you do this year that made you proud of you? Right. What did you do this year that made you proud of you? I really want you to write this list down. And then the next thing we're going to do is I know this might be uncomfortable. What were you shameful about this year? Reviewing the week also has to do with both pride and shame. Remember, I said we have to look at all the different perspectives of it. So what brought shame? Because these are the things that we're going to start to let go. The shameless, right? The shameless. Is what keeps us at low vibration shame is a low vibrational energy believe it shame brings you low shame brings you low so you have a pride list and then a shame list and then a courage list you're like what's the difference well shame is i don't feel good enough or i don't feel good about myself to the point where i feel bad about myself pride is I feel good about myself and I really I hold myself. I I'm I'm boosting my ego. Courage is, man, regardless of whether I feel good about this situation or that circumstance, I'm gonna find it within me to do it no matter what. So we have a shameless, a prideless, and a courage list. What did you do this year that allowed you to step into courage? This is going to build such momentum. When was a time when you felt weak and you were like, man, I feel weak, but you did it anyway. This is the most important part of the list, not just what was shameful, but what did you do in spite of? Like, What did you overcome this year that was really challenging? What came to break you, but you allowed it to open you up? Like, What came to put you down? and you stepped on it and you climbed the ladder to growth. You're going to write those things down. And when you write those things down, this is going to be the basis of what you move on to next year with courage. So we're going to write the shame list and then we're going to look at it and you might save one of them, right? A second list, I need you to burn it, right? You might save, I, I wouldn't mind you keeping the shameless in your journal so you can go back to it whenever next year it comes back around because shame has seasons. So, but I'd like you to do a practice called burn to let go. You write down the shame, you, you write down the fear, you write down all the things of 2020 that, that was so hard. You put them on a paper, you take, your, you take a lighter and you burn that. You, you burn, you burn them, right? What you're doing is you, this is a sign now, letting go, letting go. So reviewing to see again, to view it again from a different perspective so remember when i talked about family in this beginning of this podcast i talked about family and how this was a great time to get in touch with your traumas and how you relate to your family so i want you to say what did you recognize what did you recognize about yourself in your childhood this year so i want you to write this down in your in your journal right write this down in your journal what did I recognize about myself and my childhood this year I recognized a lot about how my relationship with my father right and actually this year has been one of the most healing for me personally because I, I didn't say I didn't fix my relationship with my father but I understood I stopped standing underneath my limited beliefs of how My parents are not supporting me. They don't affirm what I do. I stopped supporting the limited belief of needing confirmation from my dad and needing. What is what do they call? What do they call? What do they call that? Needing uh, confirmation as the word that's coming, but uh, the word is skipping me. Um, I realized that I needed to feel like I'm good enough. So I worked on loving myself more knowing that I'm valuable and sharing with my gifts, right? I use validation, that's the word. I I used to seek for validation, not only from my dad, but I, I guess it's still a complex I'm healing through, but my mentor as well. So my mentor was like my dad, right? So, and I wanted a lot of validation. Like, am I ready to teach the Qigong? You know, he's like the Qigong grandmaster. I'm like, am I ready to teach the Qigong? You pass the ladder down to me. And then at some point, I had to recognize that I didn't need validation from my father. I didn't need validation from my teacher. I needed validation from myself. So a lesson from this year I learned was I needed to validate myself. I needed to recognize that I'm valuable, that what I have to say can help you, and that I don't need to be the master, master, master guru. Right? i used to look at my teacher and be like man you know so much i wish i could know all of that <laughs> right then i'll be able to teach right but it wasn't until i got rid of that complex and i ha- i noticed it because i literally left environments so when i said where did you go this year it has a lot to do with your growth where you go determines your growth here's what i meant i in, in march COVID came so i called my teacher and i was like listen no we called each other and was like listen." we need to bring this thing out to the world. So we was like, okay, what are we gonna do? It's like, you need to come stay with me. So I was like, okay. So I left everything. I went up to, to his house and I'm staying with my teacher. And we're, we're out here, every day we're doing the Qigong where we started an online program and we're doing all of these things and it's amazing. And I'm literally, I haven't, I haven't been posting anything, right? I literally said, I'm, I've been doing the same thing that I did the last three years. I stopped working on my brand to help my teacher build his brand. And I guess for a while, I I didn't touch the lives of people I I needed to touch. So, but I felt like I always need that validation, right? So I'm getting somewhere to the story. But in spending that time, switching my environment from where I was to somewhere else, right? From my house to spending time with teacher and students coming over and us doing Qigong, going to the beach, uh, literally class 24-7, eating healthy. It was really, really fun. Right. And uh, that's what I did this from from March to like May or June. Right. And then we had an altercation. Right. And I guess I was seeking for validation. Right. The whole time I was like, I need to teach this stuff, too. Right. I need to get this stuff out because I'm the holistic motivator for real. Like I'm like the millennials need to hear me, too. You know, it's not. I understand like you are the grandmaster, but you just put me as a master as well so I know what I'm doing I have value too and I always felt like my light was being shunned right so I held a lot of anger so I noticed my anger because I was doing so many spiritual practices during the year I mean I'm meditating I'm eating right so my awareness came so much and we was talking in a healthy fashion So I noticed how I related to my teacher and how he was like my father and how every morning I woke up angry because I'm like, you're not validating me. You're not recognizing how valuable I am. You're not seeing how we both can merge our talents and touch the world together, how you can help people with sickness and I can help the young people with anxiety and depression and mental health. So I was like, you're not understanding where I'm coming from. So I know I'm telling you this personal story. So, I guess I'll tell you, I was, my teacher was like, you know, and there was one morning I was like, listen, we're gonna have to make this work where I can actually share what I have to offer as well so that I'm not diminishing my light just because I'm building your brand. And we had that convo, I would wake up angry a lot of times. Long story short, I ended up departing away from my teacher and I ended up having to do this by myself and It was a push I needed to really put myself out here. And it was when I needed that, I recognized I didn't need validation. I needed to grow. So when I was like told that, listen, uh, you you can't teach this here. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna teach it. So it was a tough time for me. It was a tough moment. Still needs healing from that. And it's a story that's hard for me. And I shared it with you, heartfelt story. I didn't share any time this year. But uh, yeah, so sometimes God changes your path. right? I, I really thought that for the next 12 months, we're going to build this together. But God changes your path because it's part of the healing process. Sometimes you're being separated because you're being isolated so you can be curated. And then God puts you back where you belong. So when we take back and we look back at that, that, that our years, we see how we've grown. So I shared that story with you because what I learned from that circumstance was after I moved back and I, I moved back with my dad, I spent a lot of time with him and I, sh- I started showing more compassion and love because now I understood where I was coming from. I started to see my traumas. I had to step out the situation and have another father figure to show me where my trauma was coming from, which was nothing short of like. Well, I felt like what I was doing wasn't good enough, right? When I would come home and I'd tell my dad, "Listen, I'm about to change the world. Like, yo, literally, I'm about to impact the world with my voice. We're building this nice company. It's gonna be turned into like a holistic health tech company in the future, and we're gonna change the world." And I'd be like, "Why don't you just get a job?" I'd be like, "Yo, don't you see how talented?" I was like, "You don't see the gifts." And then, so those helped me, like. Leaving one situation, going to another, and then coming back helped me heal. So that was healing for me. Now, look back at your life. What happened this year that was uncomfortable, that didn't feel good, that, 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 that hurt you, that helped you grow? Like I told you, I was uh, separated from my teacher. Like My teacher literally told me, listen, my teacher told me that you can't teach Qigong. Right. I was told that I can't teach Qigong. This literally what was told to me. I was like, I sacrificed three and a half years of my life following you around. And then we had an altercation where I just said, I want to I want to share my art as well. And now you telling me now I can't share it. I was like, I'm going to share. I'm going to share it. So that was a tough moment for me, but it was a growth moment. So I'm sharing that with you. But looking back at your life, think about what was the tough moments this year that shifted your life. That moment shifted my life forever. I mean, I spent years waiting for validation to teach this stuff. And it wasn't until I was told not to teach that I started teaching it. Which I don't know where that goes, but it's like. That's when I realized that I didn't need validation. I didn't need that anymore. I needed to express myself. I needed to be who I am because somebody needed to hear my voice. So out of 2020, out of some challenges in your years, what happens is you start to reveal yourself. So it's a revelation process, revelation, revelation. You're like, what's a revelation? A revelation is when you literally start to revolve, you start to evolve. A revelation is you, you get out of your current stuck darkness or uh, ignorance and you change everything around and you have done that. But it's also about to resolve the conflicts, right? To resolution has to do with resolving. Revelation have to do with sight and noticing and getting out of it so when we see these things and we write them down what happens is we're able to grow from them so writing these experiences down okay so now what's next i just shared this whole story i know i shared it uh, yeah i don't know i've been hesitant on sharing that story for a while because i don't know why because i guess it's tough but things will change and things will get back Next is seeing the beautiful things in, in your twenty twenty. Like, I've had some great healing moments where I've sat down with people and have great conversations, and being at the beach and having drumming circles, and it's it. What's that in my ear? Oh, that's just something hanging. And it was it's like amazing. It was amazing, right? So what if you went back? You went back and. Start writing these stories down. So you got mm, four, three, four or five days. Revert and think, review, view again some of the most beautiful scenes of your life and then put them on this paper as like excerpts of 2020, like highlights. You know how you have 2020 highlights, you know, on, on your Instagram profile, you like 2020 highlights. I want you to start having highlights in your journal. What, what is that going to do for you? Well, what's that going to do is simple. Having these highlights in your journal is going to serve as a point where you can go back in your dark moment of low light. (laughs) When you're low, when there's low light and you feel like a low life, go to your highlights and see how much of a higher being that you are. Mm, I told you I make these rhymes (laughs) when now, I just forgot the statement I just came up with. <laughs> so here's the statement I just said. I said, when there is low light or no light, all you got to do is go back to the highlights so you can see the higher being that you are. So when you write down your experiences for 2020 in your 2020 journal, the good ones, the highlights, the growth, beautiful moments, 2021 comes around and you have low light, or you feel like a low life, or your life light is low, all you got to do is go to your journal and read the highlights. And you'd be like, yo, this was amazing. I I can do that again. So that's the beauty of writing your highlight. So have a highlight reel. All right. So next, I'm assuming that you probably wrote some goals down, right? Did you write, did did you set some goals for 2020? Right. If you set some goals for 2020, now is a good time to review those goals, like to see, did you grow to those goals or did you forego your goals? I know I'm doing the whole rhyming boy, but that's what I do. Right. Did you go to your goals? Did you grow to achieve your goals? Right. Or did you just not do them? Right. So write down goals. And then next make a line and then don't give yourself zero credit just because you don't have a hundred percent credit so when you do these reviews don't bash yourself and feel horrible about it give yourself the credit that matches the effort right and also give yourself some space so as a motivator I wish I can have an all or nothing thinking. It's either you achieve your goals or you don't. Well, it's either you're, you achieve them or you didn't achieve them. I wish I can tell you that, but as I start to be more aware that your mental health and your holistic wellness and shame plays a role in your growth, I now have became aware enough to say that it's all, all or nothing. It isn't whether you accomplished your goal or you didn't accomplish like like you would hear from most people like you say, goals are either accomplished or not accomplished. No, sometimes you've grown enough you, so that you can be one step closer to achieving the goal. Maybe not today, maybe not this year, but maybe in the next round. And we have to start giving us credit for the growth that we've done so that we can soon achieve the goal. I used to never give myself credit for those things. Like I would set so many different new year resolutions and I'd be like, new year resolutions and i'll be reading them and i'll set the goals and then i'll go back to 20 like the next year and i would be like same goals didn't accomplish same goals didn't accomplish same goals and i never gave myself credit so what i did was i built in my mind that i just didn't accomplish my goals but guess what was that really true that i was a procrastinator and not achieving my goals no i was growing the whole time so i could accomplish my goals so while i thought that hey Uh, become a great motivational speaker. I was like, uh, speak on stages. And I was like, I got one gig and I didn't even, I I spoke for five minutes. I was like, uh, I'm not a motivational speaker yet. So I was like, man, I didn't achieve my goal. So I would look at my list and I'd be like, man, I didn't achieve the goal, but guess what? That year I read like 50 books. I sat in in speeches, I, I, I did a bunch of podcasts. So I was like, become a motivational speaker And I thought I didn't become it, but I was already speaking motivational stuff. (laughs) On Instagram, on the podcast. I had a podcast for three years, speaking motivation. And then I'm still looking at my goals and be like, become a motivation. You are, you are a speaker already, bro. Like, I recognize that. And then when I peep, I noticed that, mm, I was just looking at the end goal and I didn't set the growth goals. So you probably set end goals, but there are growth stages to achieve that goal. So as you analyze your end goal versus your growth goals, I want you to give yourself credit for the growth towards that goal. So if I did this constantly, there's a lot of battles in my mind I wouldn't have. I'm only speaking from experience. The mental battles that I had was every year, I looked at my goals, I see I didn't achieve them, the end goal, but the thing is I was becoming goal, I was becoming whole to achieve my goals because my goals was just too grand for the current version of myself. So the the answer to that is become whole so you can achieve your goals and see the process of becoming whole as you set the goal, so you give yourself credit along the way. So I wanted to be this great author, this great speaker. I wanted to converge the mindful, the meditation, the personal development, like the practicality, everything together. And I was like, man, I'm only starting with fitness. Like I know, I know how to get people in shape physically. This is all I know how to do. Like, how am I gonna learn how to help people with their minds and anxiety and stress and worry and fear? And how am I gonna learn all of these things? So I used to just like, man, I would imagine how I would look like in five years. Funny thing is, it's been five years. Crazy, right? So every year I would look up and I'd be like, uh, I don't like what I see. I don't like what I see. But I didn't see that I was becoming whole. So I was grabbing a piece of that, right? I was like, first I was like, mind, body, nutrition, right? First I started with the body. Yep, y'all can see the body, (laughs) Well, the body went down now, and there's a reason for that. I'm, three, five years ago, I was like really buff and a lot of muscles. Still slim and got abs and all that, but I'm not that like I was, right? Because I was focused so much on the body. Then I was like, mind, mind, mind. So I started focused on the mind, 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 mind. And then I found no mind. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was body, mind. Then I found no mind. I was like, what's no mind? It was like, "Uh, well, there's one way to change your life is with your thoughts, and then there's another way to change your life is with no thoughts. I was like, that's a thing? I was like, yeah, that is a thing. That's called meditation. So I wanted to learn the Qigong. This is when I started following my teacher around for three and a half years, became his videographer and his content creator. And I just followed him around and learned the art of Qigong. And then I was like, okay, so mind, no mind, body. And I was like, okay, nutrition. So I started focusing heavy on nutrition. Actually, very recently in 2018 to 2020, really honed in on that. So I started with body, mind, no mind, nutrition. And then now I'm converging all of that into a holistic program or a holistic paradigm. But guess what? If every year I only looked at my end goals and didn't see my growth goals, my whole goals. Well, I did feel like a failure for the longest, but I had a mindset that it's not always going to be like this. I felt like a failure, but I had the mindset that I'm going to grow out of this. So that's what kept pulling me through. So somebody says, what I feel like a failure. Well, do you have the mindset that you will not that you won't always be like this, that you're going to grow, that you can grow. Have you proven it? Have you proven that growth? Or if you've not, have other people shown that? So if they have the same light within them that you have within you, could not? Could you not achieve that? And as I kept hearing these people share their stories and hear these motivational messages, I started to feel like, man, I could do it. Look at what they went through. Etsy's like, I was homeless. And I was, Eric Thomas is like, I'm homeless. Went to college for six, 12 years. I'm like, I'm, I'm in college for six I was like, if he did it in 12, I'm in for six, then I, I should be good. Um, Les Brown was like, I slept on my office room floor and I was uh, educatively ment- retarded. I was like, okay, I didn't speak. I was a mute when I was a kid, right? I was the quietest kid in high school or something. I was like, okay, Les Brown could speak from being mentally retarded and sleeping on his office to empowering millions of people and being one of the master communicators. So I was like, yo, I can do that too. So. As we go throughout our years, when our beliefs haven't yet kicked in, we have to let someone else belief in us to kick in, like Les Brown says, until our own belief did. So I'm just putting my belief out there, speaking some life into your life, because I know that 2020, if you view it from a different perspective, you can extract the lessons, you can apply those lessons into 2021, which will change your entire life. So I had to learn some hard lessons this year, but sometimes you got to get kicked so you can grow. Sometimes you got to go so you can grow. Sometimes the same environment that gave you the tools is not the same environment where you can apply the tools. When my teacher told me I had to go, I felt that in my heart. I felt rejected. I felt like my father just said, you're not my son. Right. My father did tell me that one time and I was like, dang, dad. I'm not a horrible person. I'm helping the world. You don't going to say that to me. And it felt bad when I got that second thing again. It felt bad. But when I got home, I was like, you know what? I can't let this feeling hurt me. I got to transmute my hurt into passion and use the passion to help be my purpose so that I can empower other people. So when I felt bad about my situation being told that I couldn't share the art, I took that as a fire and I went and I did it. I did it consistently. I did it well. I did it with passion and love. And here I am today after eight months, I've really started to express myself in a way that I know is impacting people's lives. So I'm saying that to say that 2020, no matter how hard it is, it's been a growth year for all of us. and it's all about how you're going to see how you're going to see just because you're not in the same circumstance doesn't mean that you ha- don't have the opportunity to grow. Sometimes what we think is best for us, sometimes God has to kick us out in, in order for us, for him to get what's the to, to take out the best within us. Look at that bee on my on my camera. What we think is. <coughs> what we think is the best thing for us sometimes gotta have to take us out of that thing so that we can release the best thing in us okay so yeah man i was gratitude for y'all being here uh it's nice to see you k uh she says she was thinking about me in a had jill scott voice <laughs> well nice to see you and uh yes so thank y'all for being here y'all have a wonderful day all right and I forgot to tell you I have a tribe by the way every morning the tribe links up we have 10 minute mental health check in 20 minute mindful movement 10 minute 20 minute personal development 10 minute we check out so that's how we prime the day that's just one part of the tribe the second part is the food is the exercise and the workshops so in 2021 we're going to have a lot more workshops with holistic health practitioners host different workshops within the tribe and things like that and you could let me know if you're interested in that so thank you all for watching have a re- wonderful rest of your day stay blessed stay in your power remember you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to create the person that you can be once you recognize the light within you and until you recognize that light and let it shine the world will forever miss all your talents all your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so remember Remember, let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. It's the Holistic Motivator, tuning out. Peace.